Tampa Bay. Uh, as we always start off with our front office insights, we, we love the season they had last year. The question is, is did their offseason make them better? I think it did make them better. And the highlight of what they did this offseason was signing Philadelphia Philly or former Philadelphia Philly right-handed pitcher Zach Eflin. They nailed him on a three-year, $40 million deal. Uh, finally got back to good health and really was starting to break out with the Philadelphia Phillies. So I thought they did a really good job on landing him. He was the only free agent they made. A lot of the trades they made had more to do with trying to free up roster spots um, than it did anything else, in some case dollars, including the deal that sent G-Man Choi to the Pittsburgh Pirates for right-hand pitcher Jack Hartman. They traded infield prospect Xavier Edwards, who they didn't think was going to hit enough. Um, he goes over to the Marlins along with JT Shagwa for right-hand pitcher Santiago Suarez and right-handed pitcher Marcus Johnson. Uh, made a few other deals. Uh, Javi Guerra went to the Brewers for a play named Nick later. Brooks Riley to the Mets for left-handed pitcher Keyshawn Askew. Look, all these trades, they had to get roster spots to put the prospects on the 40-man. But in terms of the actual team, the big move was bringing in Eflin, and then the big subtraction was G-Man Choi heading over to the Buccos. Okay, well, let's take a look uh, around the diamond here. Let's take a look at the Rays. We look at these from a fantasy perspective. We know about reality. Fantasy-wise, though, who are we fishing for? Who who are we leaving behind? Christian Bethencourt and, uh, and Francisco Mejia behind the plate, Jim. First base seems to be a little unsettled. Penciled in right now. They've got Yandy Diaz, Harold Ramirez, Isak Paredes could get in some work there at first. Brandon Lau at second. Paredes, Yandy Diaz uh, situation at third. Wander Franco at short. Uh, DHing a, a variety of players. And then in the outfield, Randy Rosarina, Jose Siri, Manny Margot. That's what we're looking at for right now. How's this, uh, how's this starting lineup look for you? Yeah, look, I, I think the key to the lineup is going to be Randy Arizarina, the left fielder, uh, and, of course, Wander Franco at shortstop. They need both those guys to have breakout years, as uh, they told me. I, I've had Eric Neander, the, the uh, president of the team, Peter Bendix, the GM, and manager Kevin Cash on a variety of my shows, and they all point to they need Arizarina and, and Franco to finally take their live up to their potential. So they need big years from them. They need second baseman Brandon Lau. They need him to stay healthy and hit for power. They need 30 home runs from him. And then, as you mentioned, on the corners, Yandy Diaz is going to play first base. Isaac Paredes is going to play third. They like both of them. Diaz is going to hit for average, not a lot of power. Paredes is going to hit for more power. They kind of balance each other out. And then, you know, they're all about the defense and right field with Manny Margot, which may not uh, be as good as a Cabernet uh, or Merlot. But uh, look, at the end of the day, he can go catch it. has got some tools. Jose Siri's got blazing speed if he hits enough. Who knows how many stolen bases he could have if he can steal first base. Uh, Harold Ramirez is going to, they told me, mostly be the DH. And as you mentioned, Beth and Corda Mejia sharing the catching spot. Um, so, you know, I kind of look at this. that They've got a young outfielder named Josh Lowe who has not looked good in, in the cup of coffee he had last year. Vidal Brujan, another speedster who has not shown he can hit the big league level yet. They still like both of those guys. Um, but they do have a, a prospect to really watch, and that's Curtis Mead. They love Curtis Mead. In fact, they love him so much, they're trying to tie him up on a long-term contract before he's even played one game in the big leagues yet. That's how much they like Mead. So he's certainly one 
to look for. But you know, What's, fantasy uh, what, wise, you know, t- talk to me about Meads. You know, talk to me about his game. Real quick, uh, you know, like what's uh, what, what's his specialty? Is he is he gonna you know stuff the stat sheet? Where are they looking to play him the majority of time? Yeah, so he can play second, short, or third. Uh, this is a guy that's a hitter. Okay, he's gonna hit. Uh, he's gonna get on base. Okay, so when I say he's gonna hit, you know me. When I say he's gonna he's gonna hit, that means he's gonna hit be a three hundred hitter and a forty percent on base guy. Um, he projects to be uh, eighteen to twenty homers. And 10 to 12 steals ballpark is what we're talking about. Um, he'll be playing at 22 years old. He did reach AAA last year. In the minor leagues, he was on base 39% of the time. Uh, hit 298. Um, 13 homers, 50 ribbies last year. Can play second, can play short, can play third. They love the player. Absolutely love the player. Uh, he's a right-hand hitter. He's about 6'2", 175. Um, and so, yeah, that's the quick breakdown on, but, uh, yeah, going to hit good player. And that's a key guy for them. Like when you talk to the Rays, they always talk Franco, Ares Arena and Curtis Mead. That's their three guys. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, you, when you lay out stats like that or possibilities for Curtis Mead, it definitely sounds uh, a little Wander Franco ish. Um, but like you said, he's only 22 years old as well as Franco. So, uh, a lot could happen uh, with them. All right, so for fantasy purposes, that's where we're uh, where we're investing right now, and I'm perfectly fine with that, keeping it limited to the uh, to the top players. Um, let's go to the mound. Uh, my boy Shane McClanahan, he is my pick this year for uh, American League Cy Young. Uh, got McClanahan. You got a banged up tra- Tyler Glass now. Uh, Jeffrey Springs, Drew Rasmussen, and the aforementioned Zach Eflin. Uh, kind of round out that top five, and then you've got Yanni Chirinos, Luis Patino, uh, Taj Bradley. So you got some good names there, uh, giving you some depth, maybe some long relief guys. Yeah, and Taj Bradley's the name you need to know um, in terms of next generation Rays. Uh, this guy's got a great arm. Saw him in the Futures game. You know, he's got a good pitcher's body at six two one ninety. He's twenty one years old, but he's got power stuff, and uh, he'll strike out. You know, about 10 per nine um, is the ratio. Doesn't walk a lot of guys, has a lot of command. Uh, you know, two per nine is that. You know, last year at double A, he made 16 starts with a 170 RA at 21 years old. And he was so good, they put him in triple A. He wasn't quite as dominant there, which shouldn't be a surprise, but he made 12 starts there with an ERA of about three and a half. So I got to see him in July at Dodger Stadium. In the Futures game, really like him. Makeup is off the charts. Like, this kid is just, he's just an incredible kid. He's going to be a good one, no, no doubt about it. So, you know, they got some really good pitchers there. You know, McClanahan ag- agreed uh, as a definite Cy Young candidate. Uh, Tyler Glass now, I don't, you know, it's the oblique, I believe, right now with him. But he's, you know, he's an interesting guy if he's healthy because we all know how good he can be, right? Can be dominant. Um, and I, I, I love Chirinos too, before he got hurt. So it, it, it's, it's a fascinating rotation because it's deep and it's strong and their bullpen is special. Jason Adam is one of the best relief pitchers in the game. And here's a guy who made the all-star game without being a closer, just being a setup guy. And he is just nasty. They use him in high leverage. They tend to use Peter Fairbanks closing and they use the Adam to, you know, be the guy to get the best part of the lineup up. But he's a guy you definitely – if you're in a league where saves and holds are added to each other, uh, Adam is definitely a guy you want. He's going to help you ERA for sure. 
I love hearing that. I love hearing that as I snagged him very late in a draft uh, that I was doing the other day. So that makes me feel even better. Um, all right, so that's what we've got going on right now with the Rays. I mean, I guess we kind of touched a little bit here on the farm system. You talked about Curtis Mead. You talked about Taj Bradley. Uh, any other any other names right there that we should probably make sure that we keep uh, written down and close to us? Um, you know, I kind of like Carson Williams, the young shortstop. That might be a name uh, to keep in mind. And I wouldn't completely ignore not for now, but for waivers later on. Don't completely uh, ignore a guy like Vidal, Bruhan, or Josh Lowe, even though they've not done well in their little Starbucks that they've had, the big league level cup of coffee they've had. Mm-hmm. They still are considered good prospects by Tampa Bay. So although I would not recommend drafting either one in fantasy drafts, I would recommend following them and watching them, especially if you need stolen bases, because Bruhan certainly if he ever gets a pathway and starts to hit can certainly fill up that box quickly. It's very, very good to know a lot of depth there with Tampa Bay, uh, which works out well because, you know, I usually ask you how the front office handles the season and whether or not they're going to, you know, make moves if they're in it or if they're not in it. And always, you know, it's financial uh, is always the, uh, the big key there with Tampa Bay. So uh, let's wrap up some, uh, some Tampa Bay Ray coverage here, Jim, you know what I'm looking for, man. You give me a sleeper, you give me a bust. Yeah, so my sleeper's going to be Curtis Mead that we just talked about. Uh, probably doesn't start the year in the big leagues, but I think he's going to get there. I mean, just think about Tampa Bay. They, they don't go sign contracts on guys that are risky, right? They did do Wander Franco. They only do guys they know are going to be star players. They love Curtis Mead that much. So I think he's a sleeper in fantasy. You know, I'm not saying draft them early. I'm, I mean, at the end of drafts. Grab, grab the end of drafts and park them there because who knows when he gets to the big leagues, you know, you, you, you may need help in batting average or on base and he might be able to deliver that for you. And my bust is Jose Siri. You know, I, Siri's tools are so special. I love his tools. Power tool, it's there. Speed tool, it's there. Glove tool, it's there. Hit tool, not there. <laughs> so I just kind of feel like he ends up being a bust, but it's like we all get excited about him. Because how can you not be with the tools that this 27-year-old kid has, you know? But I, I just look at him and go, I don't know if you're going to hit enough. I, I just don't know. Um, so that's where I stand. He's a bust for me.